Hi again, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor. This is season three of Godless Heathens, and today I'm going to be speaking with uh, Tomas. He's the vocalist for Wolfheart. Their new album, King of the North, is available now from Napalm Records. So check this interview out, and stay tuned for more Godless Heathens content coming your way in 2022. This is Tomas from Wolfheart, and you're listening to Godless Heathens. Now everybody, have you heard, if you're in the game, whoever strokes the word, don't take no rhythm, don't take no style, got a thirst for killing, clap your body. Uh, Tomas, how are you doing today? I am doing good. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, And before we get started, um, can you tell me a little bit about how uh, Wolfheart became a band? Uh, The whole thing started in 2013. Before that, I had several bands uh, running with uh, several labels. Which like uh, led to several issues with, with several labels and uh, also inside the band. So 2012, I thought like it's the only thing that makes sense is to bury all the bands, start from the clean table and start building something completely new. So there came Wolfheart 2013. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, King of the North is such a great record. Uh, let's just jump right into this. Uh, what can you tell us about track one, Skyforger? Skyforger is uh, because it's a theme album. The whole album is a theme album about the Finnish and Nordic mythology. Okay. So the Skyforger doesn't only says musically like uh, serve as uh, as a starting uh, of the album, but it also like uh, kind of like brings the introduction for the theme theme of the album. And it's uh, theme wise, it's like this over overlook of the whole creation of the Nordic realm. With uh, the Sky Forger itself is uh, one of the demigods in the in the Finnish mythology that was believes that he actually forged the sky. Okay. There's and uh, and yeah, musically it serves as not just an intro song, but uh, kind of like uh, gives the best picture of what is to come of the of the rest of the album. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and let's see, track two, uh, Ancestor. Ancestor is. Uh, it is the, the the fastest and the most straightforward song uh, theme wise it's uh, about the main character of the nordic mythology which is the king of the north where the album title also comes from and that is a bear bear was the the most feared and honored creature in the in the nordic realm and uh it was believed to be ancestor of men it was also believed that it was born from the stars it has uh, eternal spirits a uh, lot of traditions and beliefs when it comes to hunting the bear also so it was uh, it was the most interesting like uh, like uh, story and, and part of the Finnish mythology and it also has Chisha uh, Leeds doing the clean vocals which was quite a big thing for me being a huge fan of his work already on the 
Kills Which Engage uh, Alive or Just Breathing album. And it was the first time that uh, we are using outside guest vocalists. So in many ways, it's, uh, it's uh, quite a big experience for us. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and then uh, track three, uh, Nell? Or Neil? Nell, uh, music-wise, is most like a cinematic, so to speak. Uh, one of the most epic tracks on the album. The, the, the story behind that is uh, there was... Uh, there was a lot of weird beliefs in the in the in the early times in, in Finland. Of course, people didn't have the knowledge. We didn't have the books to learn about stuff. So a lot of even small things, people came up with their own explanations. Uh, and, and yeah, people like still people have a need to explain things. I think that's why some people believe in God. <laughs> some people don't. But there has to be an explanation to, to various things. So. They, they believe that there is, uh, when you start hearing knocking sound on, on, on outside the walls of your home, that means that that's the bell of death giving you the signal that you don't have much time left, so that's like a death bringer. Oh. Uh, later on, it was found out it was this one beetle that makes small holes in the, inside the logs of the cabins and the houses, and uh, while doing so, it makes this small tapping sound, so... Looking back now, people were like uh, sure that they're gonna die, and it was just a just a beetle in the walls. But uh, oh, wow. I like the idea. I like the idea so much that people actually believe that this is my time is coming now. I can hear the the, the basically the side of the Green Reaper knocking off the walls of my building. Uh, it's, it's a green, but it's, it's a nice story. Yes, it is. That's that's a wonderful story. Uh, I really like that. Uh, it's a great track too. Uh, track four, uh, "Desolated Land." Uh, again, it's, it's more like mid tempo, mid tempo song. It has also like quite a big role on our our solo guitar player Bagelis doing first clean vocals in the band's history. But uh, theme wise, like I explained back in the days, people had to come up with explanations. A lot of things had to be explained. Uh, even though there was no knowledge and and one of the biggest things are around uh, just basically surviving the the harvest and the crops and the, and the farming was of course vital at that time so water sun both of those played a huge role and both of, uh, was believed to have gods behind it and uh, desolated land is just a story about when the gods don't like uh, don't treat you well you don't get the you don't get the water but you get the sun and that's uh, what it what like uh, as, as a result you just have the bone dry fields and you know during that times that was the basically death sentence for the village or the or the families very very cool another I love the meanings behind these songs it's very very interesting um, uh, track five the king the King is the second song about the bear, also with a huge role of Vagelis, our guitar player doing the vocals. Uh, first song in the band's history where there's most clean, more clean vocals and growling. Never happened before, but uh, the story is, is a little bit deeper than Ancestor. It's more about the laws and beliefs that were uh, around the killing the bear, because it, it is still uh, illegal to kill a bear during the winter. You don't hunt a bear 
uh, during the hibernation. And I, it was a very sacred thing back in the days. You only face the, the bear when it's in its strongest form, which means in summer. And uh, also, when you kill a bear, it's, uh, bear spirit was believed to live forever. So it wasn't considered dead the same way other animals or people. So when the hunters carried uh, the bear out of the woods, it's always carried head first, never feet first, because only the dead are brought out from the forest uh, feet first. And that still applies today. Also, when the when they killed the bear, the skull of the bear was hung in the sacred tree facing east because that was the direction believed where the spirit actually goes on. So uh, the king is is about the what is the well yeah forbidden kill of of the king when you hunt the bear during the winter. That's what the song is about. That's wonderful. Uh, again, love the lyrics. It's very very interesting. Um, and then let's see, track six, uh, Cold Flame. Cold Flame is, is about the different uh, explanations different Nordic regions had for Northern Lights. I can just imagine how like a mystical that was, because you could, like many things you can just explain to yourself with uh, common sense and reason, but uh, the Northern Lights had to be very exotic, even for Nordic people. And uh, yeah, there was like several different like versions depending which area of Nordic realm was the, the people from. But one of them was like this giant whale that is splashing the water from the ocean and that like uh, the, the moon and the star colors the, the water in the sky. Uh, one was like a fox with the burning tail that is running in the skies and, uh, and coloring the sky with his tail. And then the, the most green version was... Uh, that if you are murdered or killed uh, with violence and you go to the Nordic version of uh, Underworld, you are still bleeding when you are there and that blood is the element that colors the sky and uh, and uh, because of that and uh, I, the, there's part of the, in the lyrics exactly uh, like uh, directly about this the, the bleeding of the, of the deceased people in the Underworld coloring the sky and uh I tried to do very like monster sounding growling, but I just, just couldn't get deep enough. So we asked Carl Sanders from Nile to do the guest vocals on that. Also, because I know that he appreciates this mythology thing, because that's what he does with Nile. Sure. About uh, about the Egyptian mythology, so he would be the he would definitely appreciate the topic and uh, probably was uh, would be into it, and he was. And uh, he he's actually the one doing the vocals about this like this uh, interpretation of the Northern Lights about the bleeding and the underworld. It's fantastic. Yeah, Nile's such a great band. Um, uh, and, and it's very cool that you uh, had him on the track. Um, it's very, very cool. So he does the vocals on the whole track? No, no, he does only that, that part of the Oh, lyrics. just the part. Okay, just the one part. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Fantastic. Um, and let's see, uh, track seven, Headstones. Headstones is about this uh, belief that you could, uh, with certain spells or kind of like a early version of magic, you could actually bring back some of your ancestors in need. So it's, uh, I really like the thought. There was different versions like uh, if there was a, like an attack, like a threat of attack for your village or something, and you have like your grandfather used to be a great warrior. You could bring him back 
in this belief uh, or this story that uh, you could bring him back to defend the village from this attack or same with the certain hunts or like you could, like that like I like tell told me like I how I understood the whole belief was that the the connection with the family was very strong back in the days and of course the elders of the family were highly respected they had the biggest knowledge uh, of the family so that probably was very like a reassuring thought that in in the biggest trouble you could actually bring those people back that uh, could provide the wisdom wisdom or strength so headstones is uh, is about that excellent excellent uh, let's see uh, track eight fires of the fallen yeah there was some really cool like uh, grim stories in, uh, in northern and uh, Finnish mythology one of them was like uh, uh, sometimes if a child was murdered uh, he came back haunting as uh, this flickering flame and uh, it was usually like a scene in the in the very deep forest or in the swamp area and uh, it could form, kind of like a form also that it, it could follow you around in forest and, and, and make certain sounds also like almost human sounding but it, the, the main character was that you, you would see the flame in the deepest forest or so that's the that's where the fires of the fallen are oh very very cool um and let's see uh the final track eternal slumber track nine yep there's there a lot of different beliefs like how the the world works when when it comes to like word of the uh, world of the living and the world of the dead and how it's layered and and some people fear that if they sleep too deeply or too long somebody could actually steal their soul their soul could be taken into the underworld and uh and there were certain like kind of like spells and and poems and certain demigods uh, that you could like ask to protect your soul while you sleep so it would be still there when you wake up and yeah very very cool um and uh before i let you go can you tell us a little bit about the uh going into the uh, studio and recording this and the, and the writing process and, and, and recording? Uh, the writing process has pretty much always been the same that I write the songs. I make pretty like uh, ready forms of the songs when I do the pre-production with the main uh, arrangements with the guitars and the bass and the drums. So I have the core of the songs pretty solid and ready when I, I show it to the other guys but because of the pandemic we did the whole recording completely differently usually we just like we work we separately uh, our guitar player is from Athens Greece so he lives in completely different side of Europe and uh, and everybody just does their own work mainly like uh, on their own in the studio or there might be like two guys at the same time usually I, I am, I'm in the studio with everybody but it's just two guys working at the same time but uh, this time we rented a cabin in in Finland last summer, deeply in the uh, like in the middle of the woods by a lake. It was like this old mansion, and uh, we spent there two weeks going through the last steps of the pre-production, doing all the guitar and the bass recordings. First time ever actually spending the whole time together. Nobody was leaving to work. Nobody was going going home to sleep. Everybody was just in a good way stuck. I think it was very good for the theme of the album. When writing an album about Finnish nature and the history of that and the different beliefs and actually being isolated in the in the woods also during the time. 
Fantastic. And then one last thing. Uh, what about the uh, album artwork? What can you tell us about that? Uh, we, we use the same graphic guy for seven years now. He's an uh, artist from Crete, uh, which is completely different surroundings, culture, and everything than Finland. So he's, he's from the Mediterranean. And what I really love to work with him is like uh, like Finnish mythology, Finnish winter, Finnish winter war between the Russians. Those are the main topics that I've been using on the albums. But as a Finnish songwriter, those topics are also very mundane in a way. Of course, they are special, but they are something that I am connected and, and aware constantly. But when I pitch my ideas to a guy who lives in a in a sunny place, in a like this paradise sea location doesn't have no idea about winter or Finnish uh, forest or history, he brings this exotic layer because whatever I tell him about the Finnish history or my ideas, those kind of amplify in his head. And he always brings up this uh, like an upgrade version that I could ever think of. So, so it's um, the reason why we use the guy. He amplifies the Finnish ideas because he's he's never been in finland and oh. also I, what i really wanted to have on this cover is uh, is the skull of the bear in the middle because the king of the north can very easily be misinterpreted and also that we as a band might think that we would be the king of the north uh, or like bands like man of war would actually do that but uh but in our case i really wanted people to make the connection that the king of the north is the bear and it's the nature not the man excellent excellent um are you guys uh doing any uh festival shows or anything over in europe anytime soon uh we did certain festivals already and uh we are heading to a european tour with uh moonspell and insomnium in three weeks we're going to tour the europe with them and uh looks like also we're coming to north america in the beginning of next year oh Fantastic, fantastic. Well, look, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this today. Uh, Wolfheart's new album, King of the North, uh, from Napalm Records, comes out September 16th. And, sir, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I appreciate your time. Thank you.